everyone, welcome back to another episode of Almost Better Than Silence. I'm your host, Doug Coleman, and I'm here today with the other co-host, Brennan McCullough. How's it going, Bren? It's going all right. Uh, if anyone listening notices something different in the quality on my mic, it's because I moved. So oh, I that's right. The like fridge in the room with me, a studio apartment, so it's bigger, it's a little echoey, no carpet, so it's not you know absorbing as much sound and stuff, so... Now I got weird setups to try and muffle that noise, but uh, yeah, if it sounds a little echoey and the quality of my mic sounds a little worse, tough shit. I'm doing my best. Get off my yeah, ass. Hopefully I can edit it so it doesn't sound too horrendous, but no, that's the thing. Two questions about that. Did it go smoothly, and do you like where you're living now? Uh, as smoothly as it could go for being like 104 in the valley and trying oh my to move God. something. I just, I'm just sweating buckets like yeah i just sweat through like all of my clothes where i'm just like these are <laughs> these might be ruined like i might not even be able to wash the sweat out of these because there's so much no um and then where I moved, yeah it's like they remodeled it right before i moved in and stuff so it's like fresh coat of paint everything's sealed up and clean uh no carpet on the floor so i'm not just sweating profusely and it doesn't turn into an oven whenever we record a podcast so nice benefits there yeah it's it's Weird having my own place. I I had a roommate for the last like four and a half years. I don't know anything. We never spoke. We never interacted. It honestly was like great. It was ideal. Um, yeah. But it is weird kind of having like my own place where like, I can lock the door and not have to worry about like someone coming back or, you know, locking someone out accidentally. Yeah, so, totally. Uh, well, congrats on the move uh, being official. That's exciting. Yeah. Uh, hopefully we don't lose too many listeners. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> What? Who do we have left? Uh, no, that's true. Uh, but no, <laughs> for anybody that's Greg. still here, yeah, Judge Greg and Pat, thank you for sticking around all these years. Uh, no, but no, anybody else that happens to be listening, we love you too. Uh, but this is a video game podcast for anybody that's new. Uh, we're going to go back and forth about what <laughs> games we've been playing. Um, oh, and, Brent. and Nick, when he eventually listens in four months, oh, he calls true. us without <laughs> for not calling now. There you go. Yeah. Uh, we love you too, Nick Jenkins. Uh <laughs> But, Bren, what have you been playing these days? I have, like, a Fall Guys, like, drama update, and I guess we'll save that for, like, mid-episode. Drama! Uh, To no one's surprise, I've been busy. Like we said, the previously mentioned move. So, uh, not a ton, haven't gotten into it. Honestly, looking at my, like, Steam library, like, all the games I have are either stuff I got for free, stuff I got bored of and didn't finish, or, like, multiplayer games I kind of, like, go on indefinitely, so I can't, like, beat quote unquote yeah um i realized i don't have many like single player narrative games that i haven't played uh yet so devil may cry might be uh one of the last ones i do and then i have to start looking for new stuff um but yeah pretty much the same old same old like just killing you know the 40 minutes i have between like errands or doing something or this or that so mostly binding of isaac uh playing some of the alternative characters that i was able to unlock and you know, the first one I unlocked was Isaac's alt form. Uh, you only had like seven items you could carry throughout the whole thing. I'm like, this sucks. Fuck these alt characters. I don't like these. And then I started looking at some of the other ones. Like Samson, he has an alternate form where um, they all look slightly different variations of them, but they all have different power ups or like inane abilities to the character. And with Samson's, I think he has something else to it, but uh, essentially he has a rage. That builds up where every time you take damage, you get stronger, stronger normally. In this alternate form, when uh, if he does enough damage to enemies, he goes kind of into a berserker mode where he has like a bone club and can throw it like a boomerang and stuff. 
Hell yeah. And I'm like, oh, there's literally no drawback to this. This is only a good thing. I'm like, oh, okay. These alternate, like some of these are actually pretty cool. It was just Isaac said I hated to begin with. Um, yeah. So I like play around with him for a bit. I play around with Judas. His alternate form is, uh, the downside is he has no permanent hearts. He just has soul hearts where you can't replenish, you can't replenish them. You can just get new ones. Um, the downside being like, if you lose them, you lose them for good. So it's kind of hard to heal as a character like that. Yeah. One of his cool abilities is with him, he has like the dark arts, which allows you to essentially go invisible and speed up and you kind of like teleport. So you kind of go invisible. You can run around and hit projectiles or enemies and it, it'll freeze them in place. And, mm-hmm. then, and then after like a second or two, you'll pop back into the level. And when you do, it does damage to them and gives you a damage boost. Okay. So you can kind of like, if you're being over, overwhelmed with something or you're about to be cornered, you can pop that off, like run around everyone invisible and then pop behind them, powered up and doing damage to them. And I'm like, oh, this is fantastic. This is Yeah, that's like ability. instant transmission in Dragon Ball Z or some shit. That's cool as hell. <laughs> yes, except it also powers you up and hurts them at the same time. So yeah, it's like, this I love is it. great. Like, this is awesome. So I am having more fun with those alternate characters than I thought I would. So I'm, I might actually give more of those a try. Um, I saw on Twitter. Uh, Edmund McMillan, the creator of it and all the other games he's done, uh, was doing like, here's the last, super last final for real this time, like, update for Binding of Isaac, doing something with the Binding of Isaac and like, the, there's a board or card game out now for it. And I'm just like, fuck, dude. Like, it's an amazing game. I'm clearly, one of the things was like, you could like, post a tweet saying like, hashtag don't play this game and then showing how many hours you have in it. And it was, yeah. it was like a competition to be like a uh, Easter egg in, I think an update of the game later or something like that. And one of the requirements is you had to have, you had to have for 500 hours in the game. And it's like, it's no surprise how many people were actually doing that and did have over 500. Like the game is wildly addictive and very popular, but it's totally. also, it's also like for fuck's sake, dude, just stop. Yeah. <laughs> just stop with these updates. Like I love this game. I don't give a shit what's happening anymore. <laughs> Um, so I'm playing Binding of Isaac. Uh, and then the other thing I've mostly been playing is kind of a similar thing. It's just Knockout City. I can just hop into a few games, hop out. It's really fun. Uh, the league matches are very challenging. So I haven't been doing as much league stuff because I don't take it as seriously. Uh, but I have two friends I play with and it's usually a 3v3 team based game. So usually hopping in with them, uh, late at night and getting in a few rounds and trying to do all the different contracts and achievements and stuff for that. Nice. And, that game's real fun. It's like I've said before, it's easy to pick up. It's easy to like understand. Uh, it's really just chaotic. Like you can get, there are some people who get hyper competitive with it, but I'd be so, I find it difficult to just because there's so much chaos going on in those matches with just like six people and balls flying between them and all this other shit. So it's like, it's, it's hard to get super mad when I lose. Cause it's just like, either they were very good or it was just a cluster fucking, you know, I never really knew what was happening the whole time. So it's, I, I'm invested. It is a fun game, but it's hard to be like, I don't know, salty, I guess. It's kind of like, well, we lost or woo, that was a blowout. We got destroyed. And like, I, I don't get too tilted with that. Yeah. Um, as fun as the game is, it's pretty buggy still. It is published by EA, but I think it's made by like a smaller indie studio who just got published by them. Um, there's been a few updates already since it's come out, but like 
last night I tried playing it, and it crashed like two or three times before I could get the game up and running. And uh, like two weeks or a week ago or so, I had to uninstall the game completely and then reinstall it in order to get it to run. And I know at least my friends who've also played, like they've also had to just crash on them a few times or this or that. So it's buggy at times. It's certainly got issues that could be polished a little finer. Um, I'm not sure if the crossplay has anything to do with that. I wouldn't be surprised if that makes it a hundred times more complicated than just a regular game by itself. Right. So it's very fun. It's cool to see. And it's, you know, I had a coworker playing it on the switch. He seemed to be doing fine. So it seems to be easily playable on all the different consoles and stuff. But yeah, it's, you know, it could use some fine tuning. So, you know, my game doesn't keep crashing every time I do it. And also playing it on Origin and Steam at the same time is kind of like they're fighting for control over it, like with achievements and game time log and stuff. So yeah. that's kind of annoying, but I don't know. I mean, I guess I could have just bought it on just Origin and only played on Origin. But it's, I don't know, Steam's the one everyone uses. Steam's the of course, effective yeah. monopoly. Way more convenient. But it is still kind of annoying. Like, here's a throwback. Fucking, um, what's that game I hate? I've blacked it out. I've repressed it. Talisman? Bullets, well, all of them. Uh, Bulletstorm? <laughs> is that it? I forget. Yeah, th- you definitely hate Bulletstorm. I Bullet know Storm? this. Okay, Bulletstorm. Uh, I remember when I played that, I bought it on Steam, but I had to log in to a Microsoft account in order to play it. And that just added another barrier of entry of like, fuck, this sucks. Like, it was just more annoying to deal with. So stuff like that where it's like, yes, you can technically get it on Steam. I wish they had a little like caveat of like, if you buy it on Steam, you also have to like have an account with this other program and log in with that every single time you play this. That way I would be like, I mean, I just Steam won't do it, because if they did, I would go, okay, I'll just buy it on that platform instead, instead of buying it from Steam. Right. So, you know, it's it's a small problem, but it is annoying. So, but yeah, Knockout City, still fun as hell, but, oh boy, some people are really fucking good at that game. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Uh, man, I'm only playing Fall Guys, as you might expect. Actually, no, I lied. Uh, <laughs> on Twitch... I, I I was streaming a little bit of Pokemon Sword for a little bit there, so I'm Ooh. trying to get back into that because I realized I kind of never finished uh, that game. I kind of just got, I want to say, four badges in and was just like, oh, put oh, it wow. down and never came back. I know, right? I'm like, what was I doing? Pretty early. So, yeah. So I have my uh, Sobble leveled up to his third evolution. I don't know the names of these newer Pokemon, these newfangled Pokemon, but no, I should have... Uh, paid attention i feel like it's been so long since i played but i was uh giving them custom names and stuff oh, anyway so Sobble. i can't remember yeah, yeah Sobble fu- like turns into like this like really like uh, skinny skinny boy yeah <laughs> he's the secret agent with the yeah it's really weird it's supposed to be like a james bond sort of like it's like it's like gex when he's yeah in, like, the james bond like totally get that vibe yes the 100%. worst part is he shoots water guns out of his fingers which just feels weird and gross Yep, and then he does like the Giga or Gigantamax or Gigamax or whatever those like super mega form is. Yes, yep. Um, and it, it, all these other Pokemon turn into like giant Godzilla-sized versions of themselves and do like variations and stuff like that. This one, I forget his name, Sobble's third form. Yes, just gets put out on a sniper perch, and his finger just gets longer and turns into a sniper rifle finger. It's weird. God damn it! I yeah, it is very it. strange. Yeah. <laughs> 
And my my whole uh, Pokemon crew is like a bunch of trolls. I have like the Galarian uh, Farfetch'd. I really want to level him up and turn him into like the Surfetch'd because he's like has like a sword and stuff. God, yeah, yeah, yeah. these Pokemon are so cool. But uh, yeah, I <laughs> love my party. Wheezing, I love that game. Yeah, I don't have the Weezing yet. That's uh, one I'm uh, I'm really uh, trying to catch and get. In fact. On stream, I ran into this uh, evolution of Meowth. I don't know what it was, but... Oh, uh, Berserker? Yes! Oh my god, this fucking Berserker. I wasted, like, almost every Pokeball I had. I lost all my Pokemon fighting him. I was like, (laughs) what is this guy's problem? It's just a (laughs) random-ass berserker in the wild and i could i was just struggling so hard and there was this one part uh i had uh i don't know as you play that game you run into this a character that has a pokeball for a head we've talked about him before like his name's just ball guy i think and uh ball guy gave me a love ball which is it says uh this love ball pokeball is especially uh useful when your pokemon that you have out is of a certain gender and the pokemon you're trying to capture is of the opposite gender and Mm -hmm. it just so happened that that was the case as i'm up against this berserker and i'm like oh my god please will the love ball be the ball that catches this goddamn pokemon i just want to catch it and move on it it ticked three times and it didn't do, it didn't catch him. It I was so him. mad. Yeah, it was <laughs> unbelievable. I'm like at that point, I'm like, just I feel like I need to just kill this berserker now. And I just like was just completely ashamed. Mm-hmm. So the game trolled me super hard. I honestly don't know why it was so hard to catch him specifically. But uh, yeah, I'm playing Pokemon again. But no, there's even more crazy <laughs> shit going on in the Fall Guys community, and I have yeah. to dive into this. So. First and foremost, before we talk about Fall Guys itself, there's quite a few of knockoff games coming around. Um, this one is obviously uh, very unique and different. I forget if we brought it up on a previous episode, but uh, did I talk about Phantom Abyss at all? I don't think so. I don't think I did either, actually. So yeah. I saw this actually, I think it was on Steam, or uh, definitely saw this Kotaku article about it. The way they're describing it is it's Fall Guys meets Indiana Jones. And it really does look uh, unique and interesting. Like these ghost characters, uh, you're, you kind of get in a lobby and you're all trying to run to get these artifacts and stuff. Uh, definitely look into it if you like, like, I don't know, Fall Guys and or Indiana Jones. Uh, definitely love the art style of it. I do want to get around to trying this game at some point. But it is just a very, it's almost like nostalgic for what was that TV show? Um where the people would go into like the temples and stuff. Legends of the Hidden Temple. Yes, that was it, a hundred percent. Oh yeah, it's <laughs> uh, that show does not hold up. It's not great. And <laughs> yeah, didn't they try to do it again? Or they're actually currently filming it or something? I think so. I'm not sure. It's just like a lot of the like. <laughs> oh no! You went into the. A uh, hidden temple, and you stole the Aztec gold, and now the Aztec warriors are going. It's like, ooh, this <laughs> feels gross. Oh, true. Yeah, no, I feel that. But um, what detracts me about this game, though, is how like dangerous everything feels. You are just like avoiding all these obstacles and traps. It's almost like a Ninja Warrior vibe to it. Also, I don't know. I I like it a lot. It reminds me there was a the Floor is Lava game for yes. a minute a while back. I I don't think the name was Floor is Lava, but it was pretty much akin to that. I remember uh, you brought it up on the show, I think. It was very cool looking, but it was one of those, like, you better hope the community stays around this one, because once the community dies out, so does the game. It's like, yeah, oh, it's over. It sucks. Yeah. So, yeah, I kind of get a similar vibe with this, like, just looking at the style of it. Yeah, for sure. Um, But it does look pretty cool. You can use your whip to get around and stuff. Uh, But yeah, I, I think it's also, like, once you die, it's over, like, the run. Like, you're not going to respawn or anything either. So, uh, yeah, good luck. Go out and find a new lab- lobby. 
Yeah, exactly. Looks pretty challenging, though. Yeah. Uh, but all right. But now on to like the actual Fall Guys ripoffs. <laughs> Have you heard of a game called Bro Falls? I can tell you, I've spent so little time ever thinking about Fall Guys or any adjacent variants. Fair enough. So no. No, well, that's what I mean. I don't think many people have. And it's actually, it just came out on June 25th of this year. So very recently, uh, Bro Falls is an asymmetric, massively multiplayer party game with chaotic elements, trap activations, and big falls. Up to 60 online players in a showdown party, and it's uh, only one who can get the victory uh, play as broccoli to activate the traps and avoid them as juicy f- as a juicy food and win the rounds. So it's literally called bro falls ultimate showdown. And that's yeah, fall guys. Is, it. No, it is a hundred percent of they, the, uh, the visual styles they're going for the gameplay. They even took the final level of uh, fall guys. It's called just hexagon with like a, an E at the end. They call theirs final hexagon, just the word hexagon. Yeah. So they are, I feel like they're trolling so hard that it's just like, it, they're walking such a th- fine line of like, this is blatant, just like a hundred percent ripping off of, of a popular game, yeah. but they add their own twist to it that I feel like some of it deserves respect because they do have a few unique ideas. Does it? Those, it doesn't <laughs> though, because they're ripping off another game. So that's what I was thinking to myself. Like if I'm the fall guys developers, like, am I more flattered that they're, they're copying us or am I more uh, annoyed that it's just like, come on. But, and that's where it's, it kind of is interesting. I feel like the fall guys devs could take a few things from the bro falls and be like, this is a pretty good idea. And then at that point, it's like, who could be mad at who for stealing ideas? But regardless, um, I mean, at that point it's who has more money to sue the other person. True. And it's, I don't know. Bro Falls looks bad in my opinion. Obviously, it is a Fall Guys ripoff. Therefore, if you've seen any gameplay of it, you'll see it's a lot more broken and just like, I, I don't want to say early access feeling, but it just looks uh, buggy and strange. Is it? Okay. Yeah. Okay. That actually explains that a lot because this game must have just been thrown together to be like, let's copy Fall Guys directly. It's impressive that they were able to do it, but also... I don't know. The things that are unique about the game is once you qualify, uh, there's an area where all the players have like hammers and you control each other. I think that's really fun and interesting. Another unique thing about it is as you're going through the levels, if you die, you restart at the beginning of the map, no matter what. So if you like die at like the very, like right before you're about to cross the finish line, you're sent all the way to the front. So that's kind of like different than Fall Guys, but not very much. Uh, and then they have a few different obstacles and stuff in the courses that I'm like, oh, Fall Guys should try that. The, but looking yeah. at the trailer and screenshot, like the trailer, I guess the broccoli is like evil or something in this. It's bad. <laughs> it's like, the yeah, it's just like food and like a woman like picking up broccoli and putting it back. And like they just did little animated eyes on the broccoli. Like just that trailer alone is like you should be better than like anyone with premiere should be better than this this is just <laughs> poor quality like it, yes. it very much feels like a mobile game of like let's get in get as much money as we can from grandparents who don't understand the difference between this and fall guys and they buy it for their grandkids and then when we get sued into oblivion we just dissolve the company and move on like into the shadows right i feel like it's almost even more or less like a, a college project yeah and I kind of, that's almost like the charming thing about it is how goofy and bad it is. I think some people like that aesthetic and vibe. 
And there's like, it's a little, I guess, more violent in the sense, like some of these obstacles like can chop up your, like, if you're playing as like, I don't know, a pumpkin or a strawberry, you get like chopped to bits and stuff. And yeah, at the end of the levels in Fall Guys, uh, the beans will like fall off of a grid. In Bro Falls, they fall off of a grid into a blender and shit. It's all goofy. I mean, like, it's all food based. All the characters are food and broccoli is like the evil one that's triggering the traps. But there's no mention of food in the title at all because they're just trying to ride the coattails of Fall Guys. A hundred percent. So it's like they could have easily done like Food Fight or something, you know, akin to that. But they were like, no, this is just a risk in Fall Guys. We'll recap, we'll make whatever money we can off of this and then we'll bounce onto the next game we copy. Yeah, well, what's funny is I was seeing a few uh, bigger Fall Guys streamers playing this like just as a joke. It, of course, this game's fun to just like mess around with. Mm-hmm. But now, Fall Guys is fucked up to a point where I think people are going to turn to Bro Falls like and not ever come back. <laughs> it's oh, like, wait, what? Drama. Yeah, well, that's the thing. All right, so you guys are aware. Sometimes Fall Guys gives us really cool modes, the trial modes specifically. So I've talked a lot extensively on <clears throat> the Hexagon Trials and the Thin Ice Trials because those are some of my favorite final maps. And the idea is it's three rounds of the same map and the, th- the final round, it's the one where you're trying to get the crown. Only one bean wins. They finally introduced a new mode for this weekend, and I was playing it all yesterday. It was so much fun. I'll, ah, it's, it's, this is insanely upsetting for the people that were having fun, but it's called Hoverboard Trials, and Hoverboard is one of the newer maps from Season 4, and the idea was you play Hoverboard Heroes, the map, three times in a row, and on the third time... Typically, you would expect the game to work that the first person to cross the finish line would win the crown. But the way it was working was anybody who qualified on the third attempt got a crown. So you would have lobbies of, I want to say, depend. it would like start with, I want to say, 30 beans. Uh, first round goes, five people drop. Second round goes, another five people drop. So there's like, I don't know, maybe 20 or so left. There's mm-hmm. a chance 20 of those beans all got crowns at the very end. And it was like this moment where the whole Fall Guys community realized this is going to be the easiest way to get crowns that we have ever seen uh, thus far in the game. So you're going to want to grind throughout this entire mode of hoverboard trials because you could uh, pl- party up with your friends and... Play this map three times. Everyone who qualifies wins. And it's like, it was very much just like this, like, I don't know. Everyone came together and was having fun. And it was this, like, I've seen it as like a viewer and a huge fan of this game. I go into so many uh, channels and stuff on Twitch. And there's moments where people just get so furious at the game where like there's desync problems. There's uh, hackers or just uh, people just trolling and just like ruining the game experience. Mm. And... Just so much negativity following around this game. And then there was last night where we're all just playing the game. Everyone's getting crowns. We're all just cracking jokes, having a good time. Like any channel I would stop in, we're all just like, yo, hoverboard's lit. You could get crowns. Tell everybody. And we were just having fucking a blast. And I would see some people drop in chat like, dude, I played hoverboard all day. I got like 69 crowns or something. And there were people like, nice. And it's like, no shit. Like 69 in one day, that's a super productive day. And one of uh, my favorite streamers, Anthemum, he ended up with like 32 on the day and played like 34 times and only fucked up twice. And I think both of those times people like uh, targeted him or something. So it's just like, 
everyone was like, oh my God, this mode is amazing. I'm going to be playing it all weekend. And me specifically, I ended up streaming last night. Uh, it was kind of just like on a whim. I'm like, oh, since we have this new mode, let's let's do a stream and uh, take advantage of it. I, I did play with some friends and we got some crowns together. It was a blast. And then I was thinking in the back of my mind, oh, for Saturday night stream, the long stream, I'm definitely going to be grinding out some crowns because I want to get my next crown rank, blah, blah, blah. I'm like already thinking in the future, like oh, all these crowns are mine. And then I wake up this morning and I log into, uh, I think it was Susie's, uh, she's a Twitch streamer, uh, for Fall Guys. And she, her title was like, I feel so betrayed by Mediatonic. I'm like, oh no, what just happened? And she was like, back to main show. And she was like, I'm never playing hoverboard trials again. And I was like, what happened? And she's like, they fixed it. And that was the thing. I was in uh, Simmeris's, yeah. Well, and it actually felt like it might be bugged. So, all right, there's a lot going on here. When I first was uh, discovering the new mode, I was in Simmeris's channel, and he was all excited. He's telling everyone, yeah, join up. We're all getting crowns. And the one thing that I noticed about it was as soon as you qualify uh, to get that crown, the camera typically would then go to an other bean that is like you spectate as a viewer to see the rest of the beans qualifying. But in this mode, once you qualified for the crown, the camera was just stuck looking at the finish line. So you wouldn't even see anybody else qualify. And sometimes it was awkward because it would take people like, I don't know, 30 seconds to a minute to cross the finish line. And you're just like staring at a screen of the finish line. It's like, why am I not spectating? So I feel like that should have like set off some red flags for me being like, this is like kind of bugged. But I remember in all the Twitch conversations we were having, a lot of people were saying, you know, I do honestly deep down think this was intentional. I think the developers are like trying to reward the community and be like, look, we know we've had some mistakes in the past. This is something that we want to give to the players to be like, have at it this weekend. Go nuts. Like get some fucking crowns with your friends. And then, yeah, to learn that it was patched that there, yeah, the, what they intended for it was that whoever crosses the finish line first on the third time gets the crown and nobody else does. So like, I understand it. The, the devs probably were looking at like their analytics server and like all of a sudden it's like, there's like a 6,000% increase in everyone winning crowns. It's like, oh, wait, what did we just do? And, uh, but, and like, that's not acceptable in like a very competitive, and I say very competitive, you know what I mean? Like (laughs) what people have turned into a very competitive game. Like I wouldn't even be surprised if this becomes like some kind of esport thing and it really shouldn't be. It's just, it's fucking (laughs) just beans running around having fun. I can certainly see that it being like competitions if you can do like a local like uh tournament but imagine going to college for like an esports team it's like the fall guys player like i have no idea i can't imagine going to college for an esports team period they do now it's it's weird it's still weird to me but like yes like i don't think overwatch should be competitive like an esport game like i don't think that was made for an esport let alone fall guys i think you could definitely have tournaments and be competitive with it and it'll have fun i i don't imagine it being an esport Right, that's exactly what I'm getting at, too. And it was just strange how the whole community, it felt like a unanimous, like, we were all just, like, blessed, and everyone was very grateful, and, like, let's fucking grind this mode while we have it. This is so exciting. And then, even as, like, this was happening, there was rumors coming into the chats, people being like, oh, they're planning on fixing it, and people like, no, they can't. And then they were saying that stuff in, like, the Discord servers. There was no real communication on on Twitter or anything. I was thinking to myself, there would be some kind of, like, official uh, statement of them being like, this was a mistake, and we plan to update it. But instead, they just, like, overnight patch it without telling anybody, and it's so infuriating, because, again, this is something that 
I felt like they gave to us and now they've taken it away and it's it's really going to irk some of the player base. Well, did they take away, did they retroactively take away the crowns that people won? No, and board? honestly, they could never do that. If they did that, it they would just be could. like a deal breaker. I, um, yeah, but they, they can't. I don't know. Imagine that, if people spent those crowns already. That's the thing. If they spent them, it's kind of like, well, yeah, that's going to be tough to do. But like, yeah. if they said like, hey, this guy all of a sudden got 80 crowns in a day, like, hey, we'll take away those 80 and like figure out what game mode you got them in and take away them from the hovercraft one. But it wasn't but, even like a malicious way of like harvesting them. They, they, well, uh, it, it wasn't maliciously intended, but it wasn't the correct way it was being done. It was very clearly a bug when he said, Hey, we got to the last round and anyone that makes it to the third round automatically gets a crown. When has that ever been a way of winning the game before? Yeah. So it's it only clearly wasn't you- meant to. Yeah, if you cross the finish line on that third time. So, like, you are working for it, though, too. It's not like, oh, I made it to the third round and I just auto-win. If you make it to the third round and then qualify, and that's the thing. There's people that are very grabby in that mode. So, like, qualifying, like, without people in your way and giving you trouble is completely easy on that, in my opinion. I, again, of new players of the game probably struggle with hoverboard because it is very – there There are some challenging parts to it. But once you're, like, playing a game like that and um, doing it so repetitively, you really get the flow of, like, oh, this is the only area I'm struggling with. And then you can go to, like, overcome that obstacle. Yeah. It, it becomes very easy to just, like, harvest that. And it just felt like, why well, take it, it from that's us? That's exactly – the reason they took it from you, they didn't even take it from you. You were never supposed to have it to begin with. I feel this that, but con- that's what's confusing about it. Yeah. I don't think it's confusing. I think it was a, an update to the game and it was buggy and they didn't realize how buggy it was until they went to the player base. Because if you just uh, beta test this or like uh, QA it with like developers and stuff, you know, it, it's there's certain stuff you can't prepare for until it's live on a global server. So right. there's certain stuff you can't test fully. And with something like this, there's never been a game mode where if you qualify, if you pass the finish line, you automatically get a crown. There's not Fall Mountain where some people can lose and just be out of the game. But plenty of people can cross the finish line and you don't automatically get a crown. Like, that's never been an established rule that they've ever done in Fall Guys. Right. The only thing that's remotely similar is when you time out one of, like, the jump maps, like Jump Showdown or, like, a roll-off, they do allow it where multiple people can get a crown at the same time if you all survive for five minutes. This almost felt like an alternative Mm. to a timeout where it's, like, everyone who makes it wins. And it's, like, that's exciting. And honestly not a terrible idea. I feel like the diehard Fall Guys fans, I could see people complaining me like, oh, no, everyone can get crowns. It's like, yeah. who the fuck cares? That's the idea, though, honestly. Like, let people it's enjoy not, the game. But let people enjoy the game. If every showdown only one person wins, the point is only one person wins. Like, I Yeah, but not if there is... Uh, and that's the thing. We just had the jump showdown trials not long ago, and I was watching lobbies of beans, just like 10 people at a time winning crowns over and over again all night for like, yeah, the entire time that that mode was available so if they're okay with that what's wrong with this it, it's it's very like ass backwards uh, and especially one thing that uh Simaris pointed out was they have so many like 
legit flaws with their games that have been pointed out to them. Uh, one specifically I'll shout out is in the final uh, Royal Fumble, there's this glitch where if you climb this one wall, it sends you flying in the air, you land on an invisible wall, and no one can get to you, and you automatically win if you have the tail. And I've seen that happen, and it's just like, it's so deflating when you just see someone standing on an invisible wall you can't access with the tail that you're trying to steal from them. It's just like, cool game, like, why the fuck can't you patch that out? And they've it's been brought to their attention a million times. It happens all the time. Uh, people abuse it. They don't, they refuse to address this, but then something as simple as like, oh, everyone's having fun and getting crowns. They fix it overnight and there's no communication with their player base. I would at least be less upset if they gave us some kind of heads up or like any kind of communication. Like, yes, this was clearly a mistake, but this was just all this like hush hush. Like if you were a part of it, you were lucky. And now I was a part of it thinking, oh, I'll be able to do this tomorrow. And I can't. And it's just so just like out of nowhere. And a lot of people in the Fall Guys community are like, like really up in arms about this. I'm not, well, I'm like only like feels, slightly. This feels very entitled gamer to me because yeah, fair. I feel like they, <laughs> this feels like the guy being like, I got platinum on a thousand games. Why is my trophy? It's like, why the fuck do you do that? No, you're not wrong. No, we are so, very spoiled. Uh, we're just, it, uh, I felt like this, this is where they the, should gift us something like that though. No, this is where the community turns on the game developers and then it starts becoming this contentious relationship where it's like, you're not giving us exactly what we want. Fuck you! Fuck this game. We're going back to Overwatch and like <laughs> bro falls. Yeah, like it's no. I disagree with this completely because um, should they have announced like, hey, we fucked up. We're ro- rolling this back. I don't even think so because it was a bug. They never intended it to be that way. And if they say that, they're going to have a bunch of people complaining like, well, I missed out on the thirty free crowns because I didn't know the bug was happening because I played this <laughs> right. every waking second of my life. Like some people do. <laughs> Yeah, so you're no, gonna have just people bitching about saying like, "Hey, they took advantage of this glitch that I didn't know about," which you right. said clearly already happens. Yeah, um, it did. It might be trickier in certain levels, like when you have the tail and climb the wall. Like that might be harder to fix than just, "Hey, don't give everyone crowns when they pass the finish line." Uh, I this, see. With this, it's more akin to, "Hey, we found out that if you get a Ghostbusters edition of Chef Boyardee pasta, like SpaghettiOs, if you buy those at the supermarket." Instead of paying $3 for them, you actually get $300 back because of a weird system error on all the barcodes. Now, don't tell anyone, but if we gather all of those Chef Boyardee cans, we can be millionaires. <laughs> and then you guys are all pissy by Monday morning when they patch that out and being like, no, we're not giving you money because you found an exploitation in our system. Like, duh. Like, yeah, no, I why get Why would they give that to you? It so, didn't, but that's what was confusing was, I guess, like I said, with the red flags and that glitched out moment where if you cross the finish line and you didn't start spectating, at that point, I should have realized this wasn't intended. I, in, when it all started happening, though, I thought it was a very generous thing that the devs were like, hey, here's like this new mode where you guys can try something new and even like newer players to the game have a better chance at getting crowns. And that was one of the most wholesome things about it. On my stream on Friday night, I had Mountie Bear hanging out with me, one of my viewers, and he was saying, like, in many previous streams, like, I have yet to get my first crown. I'm like, bro, we're going to change that tonight. Lobby up with me in this mode, and I'm going to walk you through it. We're going to play through this three times, and we're going to get some crowns together. And we did. And I don't feel like... He should be thinking to himself in the back of his mind, like, oh, I exploited a glitch or that wasn't like a valid way to win a crown. Like, dude, you did the work. You did the map three times and survived. Like, that's not well, like, I don't know. It's sucks. Sure. Like, all right, let's say Olympics are a topic of conversation for some fucking reason. I guess they're happening next year or something. 
Um, let's say five people cross the finish line. Do they all get gold medal or should the person that came in first get the gold medal? So it's, it's not necessarily like, there's definitely ways you can carry other people. If you're playing a, like online multiplayer game, uh, with some well, degree yeah. of competition, you can only group up with a more experienced player and have them kind of carry your way through. Totally squads in fall guys, a hundred percent. Yeah. They yeah. have a system for that. But if it's an exploitation of the system, specifically, like through happenstance that it's giving away the first place prize to 40 people or whoever crossed the finish line. Like, yeah, you definitely exploited the system. Like, but that's what I'm not going to say he should feel bad about doing it. Right. Of course that's you're lucky because you were playing at that time that exploitation was in place, but it doesn't change the fact that it was exploiting the system. That makes sense. But that's also what's frustrating about it was half of us didn't realize we were exploiting anything. We thought this is what they wanted for us. And yeah, now and that it's being taken away, that's where it really comes down to like, oh, why well, did it have fine. to go down this way? That's fine. If you didn't know that's, that it was a bug and a glitch. and you A hundred percent. Nobody, everyone but, really thought that was the new mode. But the, pro- the problem is the attitude people have when it is revealed that it is a bug or a glitch and it's being <laughs> taken away. Then everyone's going, well, I deserve this. This is for me. I should get this because I play all the time. Fair. That's the yeah. entitled attitude. Uh, yeah, I'm seeing in. a lot of it. And it's uh, – it's I I get it, but I also I agree with you a bit Rat- too. Rather than people being like, hey, I happen to be playing this weekend. I happen to cash in and get a shitload of crowns. That's a win for me. Instead, they're saying, like, I deserve this all the time because I'm a good player. Who knows? Maybe Media Titanic will see the feedback and go, people really fucking want this. Maybe we will start looking I'm into wondering, what doing. That's what I was really hopeful of because I think there should be some kind of, like, feedback to them to be like, look, that was – even though that was an accident, that was a really cool thing. In fact, that's one thing that Simmers did immediately during it was tweet at them was like, if this was an accident, please let it ride out because this is fantastic and everyone's having the most fun we've ever had playing this game. And that's that's the truth. That was what really was like the the bummer of it all was like I said, I've never seen the Fall Guys community having so much fun and it was just playing the same map over and over again. It was a little bit like mind-numbing because like, yeah, we were all by the end of it like losing our shit, but we were getting crowns and like having so much fun so that was that was the fall guys drama that and yeah people are turning to bro falls like almost as a meme but at this point some are serious because they're like oh man yeah people are considering uninstalling over this kind of shit it's nuts see serious tweeting at them saying like hey if this was an accident please look into maybe doing this permanently because this was a great feature that's the right way to go about it of like hey yes something happened but like this was really good and we do enjoy it People who are getting pissed off by it and going to Brofoss being like, fuck you, fuck this game, you took away my crown, like my easy way of explaining the system of farming crowns, fuck this game, I'm out of here forever. That's the entitled shitty gamer attitude that you should not have about this. Yeah. If you happen to be in the cul-de-sac when the ice cream truck fell over and you were able to scoop a bunch of fudgy wudgy bars, cool, good for you. <laughs> Don't be pissy and start contacting the ice cream company saying, why aren't you crashing a truck every goddamn week in my front of my house like you did last week? I deserve yeah. more ice cream. Like, that's insane. It's you have the best metaphors, Bren. Or is that a metaphor? Fuck, I forget. Uh, yeah, but anyway. Um, but yeah, so that's all that's been going on lately. I did harvest quite a number of uh, crowns last night, got my next crown rank. I was hoping to get my next one today, but I'll just have to win them the old-fashioned way in main show. <laughs> oh, God, the burden. Yeah, exactly. But no, that's what's going on in the Fall Guys community. It was kind of crazy. Yeah, I mean, it's, you know, and see it as a treat for people who play it every single day and have the chance to jump on an exploitation like that. But it was a bug and a glitch that was never intended to be there. So 
hey, you lucked out and you were able to take advantage of it. Good for you. Don't expect it to happen all the time, though. <laughs> yeah, definitely. So. I enjoyed those fudgy wudgies off the sidewalk. <laughs> up. <laughs> but <laughs> what a wow, what a sentence! <laughs> God damn it. Uh, but anyway, uh, let's move on. Is there anything in the show topics we want to talk yeah, about? There's w- one thing I have to shout out because yeah. I remember when I first saw it, I, I was laughing to myself, thinking like, "Is this an Onion or a Hard Times real? article?" It reads. Three years after The Elder Scrolls VI was announced, Todd Howard is thinking about making it. And it's it. it's an actual PC Gamer article. And I was like, wait, are you, wait, what? And I, like, do you guys realize how goofy that sounds? Like, I don't know, as a title of your article? I guess it's the truth, though, which is also extra fucked up. Well, they do know how silly it sounds because that's what gets people to look Clicks, at it. Clicks, so yeah. you to look at it. So, yep. Um, immediately, my thought is, yeah, of course that makes sense. I'm not holding my breath on Elder Scrolls Six, but also I don't know how involved Todd Howard is at all. They might have been working on Elder Scrolls Six for the last seven years, but Todd Howard might not have. So maybe Todd Howard's thinking like, "Hey, I might go back to this now that my other projects fell through or finished or whatever." Yeah, so th- it, it's specifically Todd Howard that I'm wondering. Like, maybe he hasn't been working on it, but maybe Bethesda has for however many years since they I passed. swear though like the Elder Scrolls is like his brainchild or like just like his baby so I feel like he has to be like super involved in it I could uh, be wrong I mean there's we've seen plenty of properties and franchises start by one person who seems to be running everything and then that person's has a disagreement with the company and no longer works there anymore and the company continues on with that property anyway and it's a shit show and it's usually much worse off for it sometimes it's better but usually much worse without that person Todd Howard, though, Todd Howard's Todd Howard. Yeah, Todd it's Howard just, promises a lot of shit that he can't follow up with. So I think it's annoying that Elder Scrolls Six was even announced and they haven't even started making it. So it's like, why are you announcing it if... Wait, what? <laughs> That's what I mean. I think they announced it because I think Bethesda is working on it. I'm speculative on whether Todd Howard himself is involved with it. Involved. I follow. But, I mean, it's like Peter Molyneux talking about the Fable series. Like, ah... Fable's going to be this tremendous thing, and he hasn't touched a Fable game in over a decade. So it's like maybe the Lionhead Studios working on it, but maybe not him himself. So, but I'm you know it's also Todd Howard. I don't do not believe his lies. Do not trust that man. So yeah, fair enough. Take it with a big grain of salt. Anything that's about. I mean, Elder Scrolls great, but for it's going to be on Microsoft exclusive at this point now too, and I'm just like, oh god damn it. I enjoyed Skyrim. I played a hot minute of Morrowind or Morrowinds. Yep. That's it. I was never a huge Elder Scrolls fan. It's great. It's an expansive world. It's very cool. Yeah. I don't get the like absolute godhood worship of it that some people get. But then again, <sighs> I don't have that with really anything. So I had my phases with it. I definitely was like a super nerd of it, especially in the Morrowind days. I'm obsessed with Oblivion and Skyrim. It just sucks. Yeah. Like, yeah, the weight between Skyrim and uh and uh this elder scrolls 6 i think is how long like bethesda has existed as a company or something i don't fucking know but it's just like it's been a long wait that's what i mean i'm not holding my breath we at e3 we got uh trailers for psychonauts 2 and it's been 16 years since the first psychonauts games so it's like having sequels that far after usually don't end up well sometimes they do it's like god of war like great uh another doom eternal great like sometimes it works out Sometimes it's Shenmue Typically. 3, though. Sometimes it's Shenmue 3, though. So, like, <laughs> I'm not holding my breath. But, like, it, with the same thing of, like, instead of just sitting there and watching the paint dry until Elder Scrolls 6 come out, just look at other shit. 
just get distracted by something else. That way, when the game does come out, you go, oh, hey, cool, Elder Scrolls 6 is out. You can hop on and play it on whatever system it's for by that point in the year 2050. But, you know, like, don't sit there like, where is it? Every single day, you'll go insane doing it. Totally. uh, Speaking of E3, we had uh, E3 trailer for Sea of Thieves, where they announced, like, hey, we're adding Captain Jack Sparrow into the game. It's like, isn't that neat? It's like, cool, I guess. Like, neat. Um, yeah, Johnny Depp's got some topical stuff going on. I don't know what's going on actually. I, Something. I, I, yeah, I'm not I don't need Johnny Depp with yeah, a fucking <laughs> like, I'm not touching that guy. Yeah, I have no idea. I'm talking about Jack Sparrow. He's a separate character. Yeah, as much I got as he you. wishes he was him. Yeah. Um, the follow-up thing I'm uh, talking about though is we saw like the trailer for different like Pirates of the Caribbean themed stuff, but now that that patch is out for Sea of Thieves, uh, people are actually looking into it and exploring it. There's like tale t- tall tales, like you know. No, dead man tells no tale sort of thing like yeah uh, different pirate legends you can do and different like quest lines you can do in sea of thieves now in correlation with the pirates of the caribbean expansion okay the cool thing is if you're a big fan of pirates of the caribbean the ride not the movies the ride in disney world or land i don't know the difference um the one out here in la if you're a big fan of that and you have Sea of Thieves, because like a lot of people have it. I think it was free for a hot minute, so maybe a lot of people have it. You'll want to check out those like side quests and stuff. Uh, spoilers for anyone who might be interested in it. I, I, we don't talk about Sea of Thieves on this show, so I doubt you listen to us. Yeah. But you do like a bunch of different side quests. One of them goes into Monkey's Island, which is an old... Uh, was it LucasArts or Lucas game? Yeah, LucasArts, I, I think. I think. Um they hinted a lot of Monkey Island stuff, saying, like, the character from Monkey Island, there's, like, different notes saying, like, they came to the Sea of Thieves, like, hint, hint, wink, wink, and might be the next expansion. So that's really cool for fans of Monkey Island. But then the last quest is just straight up the Pirates of the Caribbean ride from Disney World. Oh, wow. Like, it's the full thing where in the ride, you're in a boat and you kind of sail past, like, towns and you see different scenes and stuff. In this, you sail up to the town into the dock. And you can run around it. You can explore. Yeah. You go to the jail cell where the you know, three prisoners are trying to lure the dog over with the keys. Like, you run through all of that. And you do all of that stuff. And it's really fucking cool. It's really cool the level of detail they put into it. And, like, there's, the, you know, all the character models are, like, the animatronics in the ride and stuff. Yeah. And you see one woman who, in the ride, is an animatronic, will open up the windows, yell out something, and then close it. And you can see between the cracks of the windows, she's still just staying there because she's an animatronic. Yep. They do that with the character model. Instead of making her, like, running around like a living character, they have her act like the animatronic, where she'll open up the doors, close them, or the windows, and you can see her through the slits of the windows, still (laughs) standing there. Like, it's very much there. This is a love letter to the ride, and we're trying to mirror the ride as much as we can. We can yeah. make it this expansive, like we can make this feel more lived in with the characters running around with their own identity. So, but we wanted to make it feel like the ride. And they really put a lot of love and attention to it. And like, I'm not the biggest fan of that ride. It's cool. It's a great ride. Yeah. Right. But just seeing it in the game and seeing how close they matched it was really cool. It that was is really neat. cool to see. So it's really neat seeing them put like a love letter to that ride in the game that, they didn't really announce and let people find it. So nice. I wouldn't be surprised if there's more Easter eggs in there and stuff and more stuff to come. But it's like, that's, that's a really neat touch. And I'm, I'll be honest. I'm surprised Sea of Thieves has gotten as long of a life as it has. I, 
I thought that was kind of a flash in the pan for a minute, but like, hey, people are really into that game. Hell yeah. Uh, what else is there? This might be more specifically for me. Uh, they announced that they're working on a control sequel. Sequel to the Fuck, game I never played that. I never finished that game. God it's damn it. so good. It's so good. Like, I remember when it came out, people were talking about, like, yo, this game's pretty good. I'm like, yeah, all right. It seems like another, like, sort of, like, infamous sort of type game, but, like, all built in this weird, like, 50s paranormal government research sort of style aesthetic. It is cool. <laughs> it's so, like, I thought it was cool from my watch, but I'm like, yeah, I don't know if I really want to invest, like, 70 hours into a gameplay like that or something. That control is so fucking good. It's too, it's too clever. It's too smart for a game for how dumb we are as people. Cause like there's so much stuff in there. And it's like, God, what a cool game. And like, spoilers for the game, there's, they don't wrap it up entirely in the first game or in control. They don't wrap up the story like in a neat package of like this self contained story. They leave it very much open ended to expand further into that universe. Hell yeah. And, and like I said, they have the expansion with Alan Wake, and they have a crossover with Alan Wake, which is also really cool and stuff. So it's clear they're spending more stuff with, like, uh, Jesse and her story and stuff. And so they announced, they pretty much just announced that they're working on a sequel. And, like, that's it. Really not much else. They also announced they're working on a multiplayer spinoff of Control. What? And that they've teased a little more in. And it seems like you'll be playing as agents or operators or employees of the bureau in the world of control so it seems like it'll be different parts like they say like oh we got you know researchers over here we got rangers over here that explore the oldest house and like chart it out and stuff and like those are the guys you often either fight with in the dlc or you find the bodies of because they die while exploring and stuff so like it seems like you'll be playing as one of them and like different classes and stuff and it's like i'm very interested in that. You yeah. have my attention. Yeah, that's so, awesome. Once again, I said it before when I was actually playing Control. Highly recommend the game. It's so goddamn good and fun. And they, like, it's like Infamous, where they're like, you're a character with powers, and they put so much time, attention, and love into the game mechanics of the powers, where it's just so fun and satisfying to use. It's like web slinging in a Spider-Man game. If the web slinging around the city sucks, the whole game sucks. And same with this. Infamous has the electric powers. Control has the telekinesis and stuff. And it's just very fun and satisfying and powerful to use. It's so good. It does flow really well. And I'm very excited. And like I said when I was playing it, if if you, if you haven't played it, play it. If you don't think you'll play it, if it seems like a big time commitment, that's fine. At least go on YouTube and watch the Ashtray Maze sequence. It is still one of the coolest sequences I've ever seen in a game. Hell yeah. Just the visuals, the gameplay, the tone, and the music. The music's really good. It just all syncs so well to this really weird, trippy, like, uh, just mobis or amorphous. I don't know what the word I'm trying to use. I'm trying to sound smarter than I am. (laughs) But it's just, it's so good. Just the ashtray maze is just really good. And you can watch it, like, out of context without being spoiled too much. But it's just like, oh! I'm very excited for more controlled stuff. It's just like they just did that game so well. So I'm excited. Yeah, that is very exciting. Uh, Another thing is Nintendo did a direct uh, after E3 was over. They did one of their own directs. Kind of 
announcing stuff specifically for Smash Brothers because people were excited for that for E3 and were disappointed there was nothing. Yeah. So this is like, here's our Smash Brothers specific. We want we want a little extra time for this one. So they announced that they're doing more uh, me fighters. So in Smash Brothers fans, now you can play as your like we or your me character, the characters you custom make yourself. Oh yeah. And then you can give them costumes to look like other characters. So most notably, there's one for Sans from Undertale. So people are like, ah, Sans Undertale is in Smash Brothers. It's like technically he's the costume, not the actual character. Right. But you know, if you want to play as Sans in Smash Brothers, this is the close you'll get. So they announced four more me fighter characters or costumes for the Mies. So we got, uh, was it Lucas, I think, from, or Lloyd from Tales of Symphonia? Yeah. I don't know. I never played those games. I don't yeah, know me neither. Speaking of Elder Scrolls, you yeah. got the Dragonborn. You got Dovahkiin. Yeah. From Skyrim. And it just looks weird. Yeah, 100%. Like, a lot of the other characters just have like the me like art style to it. The Dovahkiin uh, face kind of like just real goofy and weird. But yeah, it's the, it's the Dragonborn armor and stuff from. Yeah, the, the helmet character. you recognize exactly. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then two other characters that people were really excited for and f- were really hoping were going to be in the game are now going to be costume characters and not actually in the game. And it's going to be Shantae and uh, Dante. <laughs> no Shantae way, and Dante. From, yeah, that's uh, funny. Devil May Cry. Yeah, and Shantae, you played one of those games on the podcast yeah. at one point. Yeah, Shantae and the Pirate's Curse, I think. Or yes. Yep. Uh, yeah, Shantae's great platformer. Really fun. Great, like, little pixel art style. Uh, I fully understand why people would expect Shantae to be in uh, Smash Brothers. She'd be a great character. It'd be great. Uh, so would Dante. But, but I, I guess I'm not surprised that they're not. They're giving the fans what they want, but not Kinda. really. <laughs> Like, yeah, it's it's pretty much Nintendo saying like, here's your tr- here's here's what we'll give you. Stop bugging us about it. Like yeah. we're never gonna add Dante fully into the game. We're never gonna add Shantae fully into the game. Here's your little treat. Leave us the fuck alone. Like pretty that's much. It. So some people are upset about this. Some people are thrilled about this because this is the closest they'll ever get. It's better than nothing. But I know a friend of mine who's really hoping for Dante and Smash, and it's like, well. Sort of. The the monkey Paul curls, like, technically he's in it, but it's not the way you want him to be. So, uh, she also doesn't play Smash Brothers, so it's like, well, you don't play the game anyway. Fuck it. Um, And then the last thing I wanted to announce this one's mostly just for me, not very video game related, but the first trailer for the Chainsaw Man anime came out. They had a big conference for the MAPPA Studios, the animation studio that's making it. Yeah. Uh, and they did like a big conference and they were talking about the different projects they're working on this year. And at the very end of the conference, they showed the trailer for Chainsaw Man. Yeah, that trailer. Ooh. Fuck. That, Ooh. Some of the most fluid, complex animation I've ever seen. I'm Ooh, really buddy. excited about it. Yeah. I was kind of hoping for more of a sketchy, like scribbly style like the manga. No, uh, it's a, like clean as fuck. It's clean. Well, I was kind of hoping like if he stylized like that, the animations. But a friend of mine pointed out like, do you root? Do you realize how fucking hard that would be to animate? I was like, yeah, it's a good point. You know, yeah. like, like I would have preferred that, but also the, the Mappa Studio animators are already working themselves to death, and they deserve a much needed break. So, like, but for any if you've heard the name recently, they did uh, Yasuke, which is on Netflix now. They've recently done Jujutsu Kaisen, which got really big and is beautifully animated. So, seeing what they did with Jujutsu Kaisen. And if they have that team working on Chainsaw Man, 
Ooh, baby. Ooh, ooh, baby. Ooh, it's going to be so good. Hell yeah. So I highly recommend just anyone to go up, look up the Chainsaw Man trailer. Chainsaw Man's so good. I'm so excited. Hell yeah, dude. That is very exciting. I think this is going to get a lot of people just because it's so fucking weird and wild. And it's going to get a lot of people who don't typically watch anime and are going to hook them in because it's bonkers. Hell yeah. Good shit. Well, I think that's going to do it for this week. Uh, Let's wrap this episode up and do some plugs. Speaking of anime, uh, you have an anime podcast. Tell our listeners about it. I don't talk about anime enough. I got an own podcast for it. It's called Are Weeb There Yet? And we watch three episodes of an anime or a movie, give a recap of it with our opinions. Uh, At first, it was trying to convert my friends into being weebs. At this point, it's just being a sampler pack of anime, like a a little charcuterie board of anime. Pick and choose what you like, what sounds good. Uh, As of recently, we watched Wakfu, a French anime, for our 4th of July special. (laughs) Because without the French, we wouldn't be a country. Uh, but yeah, you can watch, uh, you can listen to that. Uh, are we there yet? Hell yeah. And listeners, if you like our show, give us a like, follow, subscribe. We're findable at all the places at ABT Silence, especially twitch.tv slash ABT Silence is where I'm streaming lots of Fall Guys, uh, Harry Potter trading card game from time to time, and uh, Pokemon Sword. So yeah, hopefully we'll be Ooh. beating Pokemon Sword. Oh, that's one thing I forgot to mention. My community on Twitch actually reached our goal for the Kingdom Hearts 1 Any% percent Speedrun Challenge. Uh, so that's going to be something I have to do at some point soon. Uh, really <laughs> going to have to... Yeah, I'm not looking forward to it because <laughs> it's gonna be so long I, i'm hoping i could beat it in four hours but i know like the world record is two so like it's like oh well, man and i barely know what i'm doing yeah that guy yeah. is like a god it was insane yeah don't aim for that yeah no of course not no i'm aiming for four like if i'm lucky and then it'll probably be more realistically like six but anyway mm-hmm. check out the twitch channel um and then uh also, I have a record label. It's MissedOutRecords.com if you want to see what vinyl and cassettes are available for sale over there. And the band that does our intro and outro music is a band called Kinda Alright. Head over to KindaAllright.BandCamp.com for more music from them. Uh, but that's going to do it for this week. Thanks so much for listening. See you guys next time. See you.